everyone, and welcome to Finding the Messiah, the podcast where we look for Jesus Christ in everything we do. And this week, we're going to be talking about Eve. Eve. <laughs> okay, so our character study continues. <laughs> okay, so before we get started, I want to do Eve's origin story. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so it is Genesis... 2 18 through 25 then the lord god said it is not good that the man should be alone i will make him a helper fit for him now out of the ground the lord god had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them and whatever the man called every living creature that was its name the man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Love it. Okay. <laughs> Especially if we're, if we're thinking about the last episode. Mm-hmm. I think it really ties everything really cool together. For real. Okay. So, how can we find the Messiah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, in Eve's story? Okay. So, yeah. I think Eve is a very important person in the story of Genesis, mm-hmm. right? Because, again, um, we talked about Adam and how he replicated how the Messiah would be like. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he is not the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, then God, he said, it's not good for Adam, for man to be by himself. So he created a woman mm-hmm. to be his partner. Yeah. All right. So again, we understand in this sense that this woman wouldn't be the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Well, this woman would be the partner. Mm-hmm. The, of helper. The, the helper. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so who is the partner of Jesus Christ, you could say? Mm-hmm. Or that helper of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I would say this is his bride. Mm-hmm. And I would say the his bride is the church. Yep. The church of the people who believe in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really cool there. Right. Ultimately, Eve is that person who would help her husband. Mm-hmm. In the same sense, we who are called the church, we who follow Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we're called to help. And I put this with quotations because again, Jesus Christ doesn't need help. Mm-hmm. We're called to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ or support our husband. You can say, yeah, that's a cool way of putting it. So, uh, I, again, I think Eve is a really cool individual to look at. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, at the end of the day, she's still, a, she's still a human too. Mm-hmm. All right. She's still a woman. At the end of the day, we all sin. Yeah. All right, so I I think even the in the context of what happened to her and how she sinned, mm-hmm. I think is very important. Um, 
Yeah, unless there was something else you wanted to say. No, I was going to say, how did she sin, Alicia? Okay. <laughs> okay. Tell us a story. Well, okay, with a little background. One time I was talking to the, talking about the story of Adam and Eve to, to an old coworker of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was pretty well-versed in the Bible and stuff like that. And as we were talking, right, one of the things he said is that God told Adam, don't eat the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. But he didn't tell Eve. God told Adam and Adam told his wife Eve. Mm-hmm. So she had that doubt and was like, you know what? Maybe God didn't say that. And that kind of kind of helped her, helped along in her eating the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. Which I guess you can say is a cool statement. But it kind of bothered me. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Number one, it says the spirit of God walked among them. Mm-hmm. Right? And again... God isn't, I would say, God isn't, wasn't limited to just speaking to Adam, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the other, the other part that I think was important to emphasize was again, when Adam, he says, this is, uh, I will call you woman because you are born of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Right. And then it says that they will become one. And this is why the man must leave his mother and father and go be unified with his wife. Mm-hmm. So they're unified. And I think that was an important part to emphasize because again, if they become one, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't just tell Adam, I would say. Yeah. I would say this is something that Eve knew as well. Mm-hmm. That truly, uh, the words of God still stand and she knew them. Mm-hmm. Right? And in that same fashion, if we're comparing Jesus, no, Adam as Jesus Christ and Eve as the church, right? Or the bride of Christ. In that mm-hmm. same way, uh, like God speaks to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? Jesus Christ spoke the word of God. He is God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. That same manner that God isn't only limited to, um, to to the husband, and I mean that in the sense that again mm-hmm. we have the apostles, yeah. right? We have the the written works of the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And again, we have other people that have that are part of the bride, that mm-hmm. are part of the church, that had helped in understanding who God is more. Mm-hmm. Again, one of my personal favorites is Martin Luther, mm-hmm. right? Again, the 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 bride, you can say, he being part of the bride of Christ. Again, he helped elevate everybody in a more spiritual manner and understanding that truly God doesn't care about the works. He doesn't care about penitence and all these things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Like the words of God weren't only limited to Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Uh, but again, it's through Jesus Christ we understand these things. To, I don't know if this is a side note, but what you're saying uh, made me think of Moses when mm-hmm. he went on Mount Sinai. And God called all the people up, but the mm-hmm. people were like, no, we don't want to go. You go, Moses. Exactly. <laughs> so they had the option for everyone mm-hmm. to hear the word of God. Yeah. All right. So kind of understanding that, mm-hmm. right? Understanding that uh, well, for me, the way I see it and the way I understood reading the Bible is that, again, Eve knew very well mm-hmm. the, and what the words of God. Yeah. Right. And again, it's not till the serpent started deceiving her putting these lies and doubt in her that she decided you know what i'm just gonna go eat the forbidden fruit i mm-hmm. want to see how it tastes for myself mm-hmm. right and again if we're comparing eve as the church of christ or the bride of christ and when mm-hmm. i say the church or the bride of christ obviously the followers of christ mm-hmm. and ultimately that's all of us yeah and at the end of the day all of us we're all human mm-hmm. and we have our own desire our own fleshly desires mm-hmm. right so could it be that the church of Christ or humanity in, in general, yeah. they sometimes have an urgency 
to want to figure things out by themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, this is a question that an individual can ask even themselves. Mm-hmm. Has there been times in my life where instead of asking God for help or relying on God or relying on the word of God, I've gone out to go try and figure this out by myself. I've done that lots of times. <laughs> yeah, all of us have, truly. Yeah. One of the one of the simplest, simplest quotations, examples of that is when people ask themselves, what is the purpose of my life? Mm-hmm. It's a very complicated <laughs> question, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, that's you trying to figure it out in a sense without God. Mm-hmm. And the moment you start trying to figure these things out without God, mm-hmm. without the word of God, again, it lands you into sin. Mm-hmm. Example of that is Eve. Yeah. Instead of going to God and being like, hey, this serpent guy, he's out there trying to trick me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to trick me, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, she was like, you know what? Maybe the serpent is right. Maybe maybe I won't die today. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she ate the forbidden fruit. Very much how each individual, uh, as us, as we as humans are as well, even mm-hmm. if we are Christians. Yeah. It happens so many times where people question the validity of god mm-hmm. all right again the question is are we able to take a step back and return to who jesus christ is mm-hmm. and again this is the role of who eve was mm-hmm. in the beginning in the beginning it was beautiful it was uh adam and his wife and they had dominion over everything mm-hmm. this is how it was to be with jesus christ and his bride mm-hmm. and have dominion over everything yeah there would be nothing that could that had power over them, except mm-hmm. for the word of God, you could say. And they lacked nothing. Yeah, they, they lacked were, nothing. And they were in the presence of God. Every single day. Literally right? walking with God. Oh, that's exactly. so cool. Right? Pretty nice. And yet, they still had this doubt. Mm-hmm. Eve more specific. We're talking about Eve. We've already given Adam enough enough, <laughs> <laughs> enough problems. For real. Uh, so Eve, right, again how we are as humans Mm -hmm. even if we are in good times Mm -hmm. so many there's been a couple times where each individual has been like but what if this or what if i do this it's just Mm -hmm. this yeah you know and again we are the church Mm -hmm. and if the church is the bride of jesus christ Mm -hmm. that means we are the wife of jesus christ the church is the wife of jesus christ Mm -hmm. again it goes back to (laughs) ephesians ephesians or timothy or whichever one Mm -hmm. What is the role of the wife? To submit to the husband. Exactly. So I think it's so cool there. If we understand that, mm-hmm. if we understand that it points to how the relationship of Adam and Eve should have been mm-hmm. versus the relationship between Jesus Christ and his bride. Mm-hmm. Again, that moment when the serpent was trying to deceive her, say he should have, she should have gotten her own husband, right? Or even oh, gotten him and be like, hey, yeah. this is happening. Mm-hmm. Can you help me out with it? Mm-hmm. And this is exactly the role that we have as Christians, as the church, as the bride of Christ. When we do have a problem, we're not supposed to go about it our own way Mm -hmm. and try and, you know, stick our toes in there, see if it tastes right or whatever. Instead, we're called to go. Your toes? You mean your fingers? (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I think you mixed up two things. Stick your toes in the water. (laughs) Bite the apple. Whatever. Your um, finger in the, the pie or yeah, something. The point, the point is. I was like, what are you tasting off your toes? <laughs> my bad. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Anyways, dipping your toes in the water, uh-huh. taking a nibble out of the fruit. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> Instead of trying go. to take a nibble out of the fruit, mm-hmm. we're supposed to approach Jesus Christ and be like, hey, I'm having this issue. Mm-hmm. I'm having a little bit of doubt here. 
Yeah. Right? So I think you don't necessarily see the Messiah and who Eve is directly. Mm-hmm. But you see the relationship of how the, the bride should be mm-hmm. with Jesus Christ or how we should be with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So in, all in all, I would say Eve represents even me. Yeah. Represents every single person. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, Adam too, you could say, because he's just a man. Yeah. <laughs> but again, <laughs> go back to the last one. <laughs> For uh, real. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really cool even there seeing who Eve is like that. And again, how did she approach it? Yeah. When she was confronted, hey, you committed a sin, mm-hmm. right? Or you disobeyed the commands of God. Again, how did she deal with it? And I think this is something that also applies to Adam. Mm-hmm. But instead of them submitting to God, mm-hmm. instead of them repenting and being like, hey, I'm sorry, I, d- I did do this, you know, I'm sorry, I did a really bad move. Instead of that, both of them. Yeah. Both. And you could say she was influenced by her husband. She was like, well, man, well, my husband threw me under the bus. I gotta, I can throw this one under the, the snake. bus. <laughs> right? So she was like, the husband was like, yeah, man, she made me do it. And then he's like, Eve, why'd you do it? He made me do it and pointed to the serpent, right? And then the mm-hmm. serpent, you know, he gets his curse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then the curse that Eve took for herself, right, mm-hmm. uh, is in Genesis 3, 16. And to the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pains in childbirthing In pain. You shall bring forth children. Your desire, your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. Again, I think that part is very important as well. Mm-hmm. In a very physical manner, she bore at least three kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was, I mean, for those women who have been pregnant, for those men who've been around pregnancies and stuff. It's a very painful thing. Mm-hmm. It can be a very painful thing. Yeah. Um, in that physical sense, truly, this did happen. Mm-hmm. And could it be in a very heavenly sense, in a very spiritual sense, this is also something what happened. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, people are going to ask, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. All right. Because Eve, it says that Eve would birth. And I think this is actually um, First Timothy as well. Um. One of the one where it talks about the role of the wife and the 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 woman and the man, mm-hmm. right? It says that a woman will be saved through childbirth, right? Mm-hmm. I think that verse applied with this one. I think really uh, fit well together, yeah, right? Because ultimately, in a spiritual sense, what was being birthed mm-hmm. from that moment that Adam and Eve sinned, mm-hmm. there would be child and there would be pains of labor. Right, and this is something we read in Revelation. I don't remember what verse. Um, but could it be that the the child labor, mm-hmm. the birth pains, could it be from Adam and Eve all the way to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Could it be that there was such a a childbirth like pain mm-hmm. for all the prophets to preach the God and to preach the truth of God mm-hmm. and of the coming Messiah? Yeah. And this is something that Jesus Christ said. He said, from Abel all the way to Zechariah, you guys have killed all the prophets. Mm -hmm. All of them spoke the truth of God, right? Even Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, he would tell the people the words of God and they almost killed him. Mm -hmm. And every single prophet, again, even Moses, even Aaron, they all tried coming against these men Mm -hmm. who followed the commands of God. Yeah. Could it be that these were the child pains? Mm -hmm. And that finally through the childbirth Mm -hmm. would they be saved? 
Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool to think about. Mm -hmm. And again, truly, Jesus Christ did come out of the womb, Mm -hmm. right? Jesus Christ was born. And again, when he was born, you know, it said peace on earth and goodwill to all men. Mm -hmm. You know, Emmanuel, all these things, right? Uh, So that curse, again, that curse that that Eve took for herself. Truly, from that moment going forward, the truth of God would be so hard to get through people. Yeah. Right. But again, in the end, this childbirth is what would save her. Sorry. Right. <laughs> now you get. And then the next part of it, mm-hmm. it says, and you will be in contrary to your husband. Yeah. Right. In a sense, you'll be against your husband. Anything your husband says, you'll be like, nah, I'm going to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Now, in a very physical sense, I guess is what happened to Adam and Eve, you know, <laughs> and whatever. I guess it's talking about your own marriages and stuff, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, you don't want to know what kind of marital problems they had. <laughs> everything my everything my husband says, I say the opposite. You know, when I try and tell my wife, "Let's have a good day." She says, "No, all right, whatever." You know, like whatever. Uh, but it, like in a very physical sense, sure, that happened with Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. But could it be that in a very spiritual sense, this is what would happen as well? Oh, and if we're saying that that Eve is the bride, or humanity yeah. will say. Has the bride or, Jesus or or humanity been in contrast to her husband, who is Jesus yes. Christ? 100%. Even, even before Jesus came, like the, exactly. the bride was always in contrast with God. Exactly. He, he would literally say, okay, do this. And they would do the opposite. Like right. straight away, you can't even see that from Mount Sinai. Exactly. exactly. Literally as he's speaking, they're doing the opposite. Exactly. So could it be that truly humanity from that going that moment going forward mm-hmm. would always be in this weird opposition against God? Yeah. And then you can even say this is what happened with Jacob. You mm-hmm. know, I fought God. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he named him Israel. Uh-huh. You know, so like I, I think again, seeing these both sides, the very physical side of who I, Eve was, mm-hmm. understanding who Eve is in a heavenly sense or a spiritual sense. And again, this is the way, again. I try and explain who the Messiah is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. How am I able to explain the relationship between humanity and God, even in the, the book of Genesis? Yeah. You know, the fall of man, you know, Adam and Eve, they <laughs> sinned against God. They got kicked out. You know, it's easy. All right, mm-hmm. Let's go more in depth. Let's look at each individual and do a character analysis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and again, Adam, such a great example of how the messiah should have been and such a great example of the fall of mankind mm-hmm. right and eve such a great example of how the bride should be with christ honestly like like what you're saying about doing a a piece by piece analysis of each person and then on top of that what they did because when i was thinking about doing um an analysis i guess on eve i wasn't even necessarily thinking about the fall Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, everyone knows about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, we don't need to cover that. But you saying that about being in contrast makes so much sense. Makes it make so much more sense why the Israelites were always doing the opposite of what God was saying. Honestly. Because, okay, half the time, I'm just like, okay, I can relate. 
you know, like, I, I can see why they went off and did that. But the other half of the time, I'm just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah. you guys can't for two seconds just follow God. Honestly. Like, just just this one time. It's like, just one time. Honestly. But that makes so much more sense that yeah. it, like, leads all the way back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what, for me, I really love the story of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. right? And we can talk about the serpent at the end of the day. You can say it's sin and death, Satan, whatever, mm-hmm. right? But again, all these curses, they place Adam and Eve, I would say, place it on themselves. Yeah. Right? The moment they ate the forbidden fruit, this was them choosing to take on that curse, right? Mm-hmm. This is the consequences, you could say, right? But again, were they left with just those curses? Mm-mm. Of course not. Right, because then God goes to the serpent. He's like, from this moment going forward, you're going to crawl in your bed and belly and slither around and everything. And he tells the woman in the serpent, I will put enmity between you and her and her son, or enmity between you and the serpent. Mm-hmm. And it says he will strike at your heel, and but he will stomp out his head. Mm-hmm. Right there, again, this is something we as Christians understand so very clearly. Mm-hmm. This here is the sign of hope. Yeah. This here is the sign of the Messiah, the coming of the Messiah. That the truly, redemption. exactly the redemption. Even Eve, mm-hmm. even though she faltered in this, mm-hmm. she would not be left for dead. Yeah. Instead, her son would come and stomp out the serpent. Even Again. though Israel wouldn't listen to God. Exactly. Even though Megan. <laughs> <laughs> still sometimes doesn't always listen to god same (laughs) we still get redemption through jesus christ exactly right and it's really cool because again people might be like whoa eve had to wait two thousand years for that Mm -hmm. right but again she still received that redemption through her sons Mm -hmm. right because number one if she was not going to be redeemed she would be left barren Mm -hmm. the way i see it if she was oh. if she was not going to be redeemed, that means she would not be able to have a child. Mm. And one day she did have two children. And we all know the story of Cain and Abel. Cain kills his his brother. Mm-hmm. And right there you can say the bloodline ends there. Mm-hmm. But again, hope was still with that family. Yeah. Hope was still with humanity. Mm-hmm. They would be redeemed. And they bore another kid named Seth. Again, who was the great daddy, granddaddy of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which I think it adds so much to me, adds so much more to the story of Adam and Eve. It's such a cool story. Because again, if we look specifically for the relationship of Jesus Christ with his bride, this is almost how it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Almost. Again, take out the sin. Yeah. And this is the life on how the bride would be with her husband. This is the life how the Messiah would be with the church. Mm -hmm. And it's a good question to ask now. Is this how we are with Christ? Mm-hmm. Are we living in harmony with Christ or we have dominion over everything? Mm-hmm. Right. Again, that's something you can ask the Holy Spirit, read the Bible, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think Eve, pretty cool person to look into. <laughs> For uh, real. Even if she's, she's not even mentioned like Adam, like how he is even in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, kind of, you know, it says that Adam was born, or Adam was created first and then Eve. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it also talks about, um, women being preachers and stuff like that, how mm-hmm. women can be deceived and stuff, mm-hmm. which again, they all play an important role. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important to understand again, who is the woman, who is the woman in the relationship between Jesus Christ and his bride? Mm-hmm. Very obviously, again, I'm not going to be the one being going around being like, this is what God said because he revealed it to me. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. role of my husband. 
Or you could say that's the role of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is the word of God. I'm not going to try and take that place of Jesus Christ and say, this is what God said. Yeah. And we see so many examples of that, right? We see so many examples where in Eve, and I'm going to call them in Eve, mm-hmm. where a human, mm-hmm. a, a regular person comes and steps up and tries to take the place of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And again, do they do they rise or do they fall? Fall. And they very clearly <laughs> help in having others fall with them yeah you know we see so many sad stories where people are sucked into some dumb ideology yeah Mm -hmm. or cult and they they get taken down with the this deceiver Mm -hmm. and i would i would say in that moment we see this individual as eve Mm -hmm. wanting to take this mantle as the man will say as the husband in that moment yeah and trying to surpass who jesus christ is in our life and become like a god. Yeah. So again, Adam and Eve, such a mm, beautiful <laughs> for start. Real? Let's look for Jesus Christ even in this story, mm-hmm. right? And then you can even go even a little bit before that in the creation of time. Look for Jesus Christ, which we're doing character analysis, <laughs> so we're not going to do that. But Adam and Eve, mm, and like I said, go read it, chapter three. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, so, do you want to add anything else? Um, don't be like Eve. Don't try and think that you can do everything by yourself or that you don't need Jesus. We all need Jesus. Yes, we all need Jesus. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, just uh, the usual stuff, you know, John three sixteen. <laughs> if anybody ever does feel like they, they're in a situation of doubt or just whatever, like they're by themselves, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you could say this is how almost Eve felt. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying you're going to turn out like Eve, but mm-hmm. we have that opportunity. Again, hope has been given. We will if we're not in Christ. Exactly. Yeah, if we're not in Christ. So at least mm-hmm. saying we have the opportunity to yeah. look for who Jesus Christ is. Amen. So my suggestion is always going to be go find Jesus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we want to hear what you guys have to think. So if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review in the review section or email us at hello at finding-themessiah.com. And we hope to see you next week. Poop. Cool.